And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. Is this your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amare, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's the Damon Runyon Theater, starring John Brown, going back to 1950, but it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from popular songs and provide a statement about each song. And my job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right. And, Carl, um, this has proven to be quite a job. So um, you up for the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. We've got a pizza on the line here. Ooh, pizza. Right? Pizza, pizza. See how it goes? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, We're going to be doing breakup songs this week. Next week, we're going to move on to makeup songs. Oh. Okay. That was probably your idea, right? Oh, all the good ones are mine. That's what I thought. Okay. Here's the first breakup song. Okay. Goodbye. Is this like the Supremes or something? Okay, so this is Neither One of Us wants to be the first to say goodbye. This is recorded by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, Gladys Knight Released in 1972. She was the Pip, you know? She was the Pip. Yep. You know? Yep. I do. I know. (laughs) And here's your statement. Uh, Okay. I'm I'm not feeling that Uh confident. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, man. I got like well, a just pretend. chill over me just now. Like, I'm not going to get this. Uh-oh. 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 Whatever I think, I'm going to just guess the opposite. Go with the opposite. Remember that one time, Mike, you yeah, said, true. guess the opposite <laughs> every time. Because every time you go with your gut, and it's I wrong. And I got like I'm all right. Okay. Should I do that this time? Maybe I'll do that. I have a better chance of... I'm going to do that. Whatever I think, I'm going to do the opposite. All right. So here's your statement. Okay. The Temptations, the Temptations. covered this song in 2006. Real or ridiculous? So I think that's real, but I'm going to say the opposite, so I'll say ridiculous. All right, let's listen and see. This is The Temptations. Yeah. So they did cover the song. But in not 2006. in 2006. Right? Yeah, no, it's real. So wait, so that that just tanked on me then, right? That's that correct. whole idea that That's correct. So this that is was just real. Like this a was the Temptations. Bust. They covered the song in 2006. And that's what you're listening to. So that was a total that was a huge bust, like it, double for, D. For you maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right. Well, I've got a pizza on the line. Only so three more to go. You're a quarter of a way to a pizza. That's right. I'll take a quarter of a pizza. We can stop right here. Man, oh, man. All right. All right. Here's the next song. You're trying hard not to show it. You pick all these like they're breakup songs. That's what I pick. All these breakup songs. Rock and roll breakup songs? Uh, Not generally. (laughs) Is that the reason why you don't know them? Because they're too slow. Of course, I've heard of this song. Of course. Well, you'll have heard of all of these songs. All right. So should I? So you've lost. I'm going to stick with. I'm going to whatever I think it is. I'm going to guess the opposite. You've lost that love and feeling, first recorded in 1964 by the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, the Righteous Brothers. Which is what you're listening to right now. Yeah. Here's your statement. Okay. This song was used in the 1988... Do you think they were actually brothers, those Righteous Brothers? You tell me when you're ready, then I'll finish my sentence. Okay. This song was used in the 1988 movie Cocktail. Cocktail. Or Ridiculous. I mean, here's the thing. Like, you wouldn't come up with that movie, like... It has to be real, but because I said I'm going to guess the opposite, I'm going to say ridiculous, but I would have said real. Okay, so what do you say? Ridiculous? ridiculous. Okay, let's listen to the clip. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. This is Top Gun. Oh, this right. is Tom Cruise. Do you remember the scene? Yeah. Where he's uh, singing it to I, Kelly McGillis. I, I am Tom I Cruise. know, I know. So, I and you guys me. sing about the That's same way. <laughs> <laughs> so you got one. We're oh, even here. Yeah. So, so you're not getting a pizza. No, I'm not getting a pizza, but neither are you. <laughs> All right. Got okay. one. I got one. You did. Gone, gone. Whoa, whoa. All right. All right. Here's your next song. Change gears here. Now that's Ilanis Morissette, right? That's right, Ilanis. This is You Ought to Know. It was released on her album Jagged Little Pill in 1995. She scares me. She, she <laughs> scares me, this woman. She's, she's got an edge to her. You know? Like, she... Well, don't break up with her then, Carl. No. Scary. <laughs> I mean, key. she makes me nervous. I think a lot of women are scary when you break up with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'll just leave it right there. <laughs> we, won't, we won't delve any further no, let's into not. Okay. All right, okay, so go here's ahead. Here's your statement. Pink performed this song at the 2010 Grammy Awards. All right, so that, I, I believe that is true or real. So I'll say ridiculous, but I believe it's real. But I'm going to say ridiculous. All right, let's listen to the clip. Another version of me, Mr. Duplicity. This is Beyonce. Oh, I got it. This is Beyonce wow, performing at the Grammy Awards. Listen to her. She is great. She sounds terrific. She kind of scares me too, Beyonce. <laughs> I think maybe women just frighten you. <laughs> <laughs> Some do. She's she's good, man. I would I would buy this this album. I can stream it for you for free. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not fair to her. She's an artist. She should get paid for it. Oh, she does get paid plenty. 
I promise you. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, so I've got two right you do. and one wrong. That's correct. Here's your final song. Okay. And it's too late, baby. Now it's too late. Though we really did try to make it. I love this song. Something inside. This is who's singing, Carl. It's a female. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> Sometimes um, you have trouble with that. Karen Carpenter? I don't know. It's close. Same era. This is Carol King. Oh, Carol King. Um, and you got the initial uh, kind of right. Kaka. Kaka. I got Kaka right. <laughs> so this is. <laughs> That's right. Karen, Carol, Carpenter King. It's all the yeah. same. This is from her album Tapestry in 1971. You know, Carol King, she had a lot of hits. I mean, we were talking about her last week. You know, I had a whole Carol King cassette. Yeah. Where she sings. Um, I can't think of it now while the music is playing, but she did this whole kids. Is to like a kids for children. Uh huh. Really, really good. Yeah. Remember uh, cassettes? I remember right cassettes. Yeah. Man, those were cool. I like. I thought they were the coolest thing ever because when I got into this business, I was. It was all on reel to reel. Everything I did was on reel to reel. And then all of a sudden, cassettes. I was like, yeah. Hey, I like this. And they were smaller, you yeah. know. Until but, the but tape like, came out, and you had to take a pencil but they were and like a wind them back up. Though. They had two little reel-to-reels yeah. in them, you know? Yeah. Just, somebody probably said, let's take these reel-to-reels and make them really make them tiny. Really tiny. Yeah. And put them in like a case, and then we'll call it cassettes. And then that guy has an island somewhere. <laughs> That's right. He invented it. He's in Bora Bora. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... All right. Uh, um, so, oh, yeah. here's your statement. Okay. This song was released as a B-side to Natural Woman. Um, I think that's, I would say that's ridiculous, but I'm going to go the opposite, so I'll say real. Okay, that is ridiculous. Oh, so it's I, on the so B-side of I Feel the Earth Move. So here's the thing. You got two out of four by going the opposite way, yeah, so, so it didn't help like, you at all. It's like kissing my sister. You got 50-50, and this is a 50-50 game, so... I, yeah. So I mean. So maybe you should. You don't know what you. I should, don't know. I don't know how you're going to improve. I don't know, but I got the caca right. Caca. Yeah, I got the caca right. <laughs> you better be careful how you say that. <laughs> caca. <laughs> Your pronunciation is everything here. All right. Well, there we go. No pizza this time, Lisa. <laughs> All right. I'll starve this week. When we come back, a really fun episode of the Damon Runyon Theater. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Damon Runyon was a very famous newspaper man and writer, and his short stories celebrating the world of Broadway in New York City that grew out of the Prohibition era were very, very popular. They were in Collier's and other magazines, and he had classics like Little Miss Marker, Guys and Dolls, and they were on Broadway, and all of a sudden he became like so popular that everyone was trying to license his stories for um, comics and for articles in newspapers, movies, TV shows, and radio. And uh, Alan Ladd had formed a production company for radio called Mayfair Productions in 1948, and he already had a big hit, Box 13, which he was starring in, and so... His second foray into radio production was licensing the rights from Damon Runyon and um, to uh, sort of take all of his stories and, and, and dramatize them on radio. And he hired John Brown to play the only reoccurring character in every story. He was Broadway. Um, and these were just great. And um, John Brown kind of did a very thick present tense a vernacular of Brooklynese was the way he he spoke, and it was very enjoyable to listen to. This is uh, the number nine program in the series, uh, originally broadcast November 28th, 1948. Very famous story, Butch Minds the Baby. Great episode. John Brown starring. Here's part one of the Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Butch Minds the Baby. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. I do not know quite how to begin this story, except to say that I wish I never have anything to do with it. Because being in it takes maybe ten years off of my life. And ten years are just as valuable to me as any other citizen who wishes to live his time out in peace. Nevertheless, I am in it. So is Big Butch. And his baby, John Aloysius Ignatius, Jr. In fact, it is the baby that brings me close to Never Neverland. And how that happens, I will tell you in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and Butch Minds the Baby. story gets started. I am sitting in my hotel room one night, planning on spending a quiet evening with a newspaper, when I hear a knock at my door. When I open it, there stand Harry the Horse and Spanish John. Now, there is nothing wrong with these two citizens when they are in a good mood, but when they are in a bad mood, there is nothing right with them. From their looks, I can see their mood is opposite from good. Harry the Horse begins the conversation as follows. Uh, Broadway, Spanish John and me are very tired. Very tired, I think. Well, I, I would ask you to sit down and be comfortable, but to tell you the truth, I'm just going out. In fact, my hand is on the knob when I hear your knock. Good night. Inside, Broadway. Yeah, inside. 
Is there something the matter? With me, perhaps? We are looking for Big Butch. Uh, do you know where he lives? Look, boys, you know me. I do not wish any trouble. Even if I know where Big Butch lives, which I do not. I do there not wish... There is nothing wrong, only that we are tired. We want Big Butch for a job in which there is as much as 10,000 fish. 10,000? Yeah. And if Butch hears that you steer him away from such an amount of scratch... It could be he would be mad at you. And he is very large. Yes, he is. Now, do you wish to tell us? You sure there is nothing wrong? Nothing. <sighs> On West 49th, near 10th Avenue. What is the exact address? Uh, that I do not recall. Then you will take us. But I am planning a quiet evening at home. I am going to catch up on my reading. A minute ago, you say you were going out. Times change. Come on, Broadway. But I... Come on Broadway. So, there is no other way to it but I take Spanish John and Harry the horse to where Big Butch lives. And I am very nervous, because if Harry and John wish to play rough, then I will get the blame. We get to where Butch lives, and there is Butch sitting on the front stairs, holding a bundle in his arms. I close my eyes, but I open them again when I hear Big Butch say, Well, 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 if it ain't Spanish John and Harry. Hiya, Butch. Hello. Well, come on and sit a while. It's a hot night. <laughs> Take off your shirts. Be like me. Uh, Butch, we have no time, and we wish to talk a little business deal with you. Business? The right kind of business. Mm -hmm. What is the right kind, boys? I think you will be interested. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, uh, I am not interested in any business. Uh, this is right in your line, Butch. It involves cracking a safe. Huh? You do not tell me Shh, this. Don't yell like that, Broadway. You wake up the baby. Huh? What baby? Mine. You you have got a baby? Yeah, this is John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. He has got four aliases? That is my name, too. Do you find anything wrong with it? No, no, it's, it's a fine name. A fine, uh, upstanding name. Uh-huh. Now, uh, what's this that you say about a safe? Oh, look. Uh, there is a character who does not wish to become involved, but he will give us 10,000 fish if we crack a safe and get out some papers which he says are dangerous to his safety. Mm. Uh, I cannot do it. What? But, Butch, there is ten Gs in this. If it was a million, I cannot do it. But why not? In the first place, I am no longer in that business. I am now a plumber. And in the second place, I have to watch the baby. But, Butch, look, you cannot pass up these ten Gs. Harry and me will cut you in 50-50. No, it uh, cannot be done. Butch, this is a very soft job. The safe is old-fashioned and you can open it up with a toothpick. Think so? Sure. And five G's for your split. No. No. I must let it go because I must mind the baby. See, my wife's away at the moment. She's playing mahjong. But if Mary comes home, she finds out that I am not minding the baby, she will put the blast on me. Well, that seems to be that. Let us go away from here. Of course, I like to turn a few honest dollars just as well as anybody. But John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. comes first with me. That is your last word on the subject? My last word. Hey, Wait! Shh, quiet. I, I just think of something. What? Where can we go to talk? In the flat here, why? I think I have got a proposition that will work out for everybody. Let's go into your flat. Well, 
We mosey into Butch's flat, Butch carrying John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. I take a good look at the baby then, and while I am no judge of baby beauty, I can see that this one is no rose geranium, because he looks a great deal like Big Butch himself. Once inside, Butch puts the baby in a crib, and the four of us sit down at a table, and the scene is as follows. Okay, now you go ahead and talk, John. Wait. As I see it, you will not crack the safe for us because you have got to mind the baby. That is the situation in a nutshell. What is your idea, John? Uh, Butch, what time will your wife get home? Well, she is known to play mahjong until all hours. So she will not come home for maybe two, three hours? Oh, no. Okay, we will take the baby with us. Huh? That way you can open the safe and still be minding the baby. John, that is a brilliant thing you say. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is wrong, Broadway? You are not figuring on taking the baby with you. Not really. Is there any reason why not? Yeah, why not? Hmm. Hey, this is quite an idea. Indeed. But but is he not a little young for such goings on? Could he learn any younger? Not much. But is it not dangerous? Nah, this is a pipe. Hey, boys, you got yourself a deal. We'll take him along, but on one condition. What is the condition, Butch? You will cut John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. in for 10%. Percent? Yeah. This is robbery. That's what I keep saying. I mean, Butch is holding us up. Nevertheless, he gets cut in for ten percent. The way I look at it, he is part of us. He will make it three percent because of his small size. Seven percent. Four. Six. Five. That sounds good. Five percent. Good. You will not regret this, Butch. John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. will have a very nice nest egg. Yeah. Now. What kind of safe is this? Oh, it's an easy one. Well, I will have to find my tools. I don't like use them in a plumbing business. In fact, the last time that I see him is when I build the crib for John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. Come on, step on it, Butch. Yeah, yeah, I think I know where the tools are. There are other things i got to take along. Like what? It'll only take a minute. Here, you take this, Spanish John. Catch it. What? What is this? It is John Aloysius Ignatius Jr.'s mama doll. If he wakes up, he will want the doll. Don't break it, John. It's the only one I got for him. Well, I, I think I will be going. Haven't brought you here. I have no further business. Uh, you will wait a minute, Broadway. Why? It seems to me that you are the only outsider who knows about this little job. I do not like that. I give you my word. In fact, I will do better than that. I will hope never to eat again in Mindy's if I so much as breathe a word. If you do not go along, you will not do so much as breathe. Period. Boys, please. Okay, boys, I'm ready. What are all those things? Well, there's tools and a couple other things I have to take along. You do not need me. You hear us, Broadway? You will go along. Oh, no. All this comes from just answering a knock on my door. And that's the first portion of... Of, the Diamond uh, Runyon Theater with Sheldon Leonard there as Butch on Butch Minds the Baby. I got a story about Sheldon Leonard when we come back right after the break. I'm 
If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Don't forget, if you want to get a podcast of this show sent right to your email... Just sign up for the Hollywood 360 podcast. It's very simple. Just go to our website, Hollywood360radio.com. That's Hollywood360radio.com. The very top of the website, um, you can just sign up. It's $5.99 a month. But for that mere price of less than a cup of coffee every month, you will get the five-hour podcast sent to you each week. So that's uh, four or five of them in a month, depending. And you not only get uh, all the hijinks here, all the classic radio shows, Lisa's um, fun games and all that, but you also get our Radio Rarities podcast. And speaking of Radio Rarities, it's uh, free for anyone to listen to. Just go anywhere podcasts are heard iHeart, Apple, Acast, Spotify, Google, you name it. Just search Radio Rarities. You'll hear our show. We've done like over a year's worth. We've, we're up to like 50-something now, Lisa. I know. And the name really sums it up, Radio Rarities. It yeah. pretty much talks about exactly what it is and, and what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check uh, check out Radio Rarities. But if you are a podcast subscriber of Hollywood 360, you'll get it tacked on to the end of the five-hour show. That's emailed to you each and every week for a measly five ninety nine. Even, you know, even you, Lisa, as tight as you are, you're like the hinges on the doors of inner sanctum. You don't tell a woman so she's tight. tight. You're Sorry. tight. <laughs> and uh, even as tight as you are, you know, those uh, hinges of yours, um, you can even afford that. You'd even, you'd even spend that. Would I? I? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, but if it, you weren't so tight, you would yeah. just send it to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't charge you for the podcast. Oh, well, that's nice of you. <laughs> I just don't that I record it. I them every week. I just don't send it to you. <laughs> but true, anyway, you if you want to get the podcast, just go to Hollywood360radio.com or call 815-900-7535. That's how I'm doing it now. I'm going way up on the nine. Eight one five. I didn't notice. Nine hundred seven five three five. All right, my quick story on Sheldon Leonard. Sheldon Leonard is uh, Butch in this uh, program, Damon Runyon Theater. He's phenomenal. He played the uh, the race horse tout on the Jack Benny program. He's a big TV producer. He produced so many great television shows, including Andy Griffith Show, right. and so many. And I interviewed him one time. He was just super awesome to talk to and 
towards the end of the interview, I said, so Sheldon, what's it like in the day in the life of Sheldon Leonard now? You know, you're retired. You know, what, what's it like? He goes, well, I get up in the morning. I go to my mailbox and I get my royalty checks and I drive to the bank and I deposit them. <laughs> well, that's not a bad day, actually. <laughs> that's exact. And I was laughing and he, we just had a great time. Yeah. Uh, the great Sheldon Leonard. Um, and he played the bartender in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. So if you want to get a visual of him. Yeah. All right, we're listening to Butch Minds the Baby, Sheldon Leonard playing Butch. Uh, John Brown is Broadway in this uh, production. November 28, 1948, the conclusion to the Damon Runyon Theater. To this day, I am not able to say why I let myself be talked into going along, except for the fact that Harry the Horse and Spanish John are citizens with whom one does not argue too much. So it is about a half an hour later that I find myself getting out of a taxi cab near West 18th Street between 7th and 8th Avenues. I am carrying a package which Big Butch gives me when we leave the flat. It is very quiet and dark in the neighborhood, and we stand there a minute until the cab is pulled away. Then the scene is as follows. Hey, Harry, is this the place? No, not yet, Butch. I figure it is better to get out of the cab a little piece away from where we will wake. Is it very far? Maybe a block, that is all. Well, I do not like John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. to be out in the night air too much. This is very bad for him. Brings on what is known as the croup. Not to mention what it brings on for me. Uh, stop beefing, Broadway. This is an experience for you. One which I would rather do without. Come on, let us go. Broadway. What? Still got the package I give you? Yeah. What is in that, Butch? Some things that I have to bring along. For to open the safe? No, but they are just as important. Yeah, well, look, I will stand outside and be the lookout. John, you will go into the place with Butch. I will mosey on towards Times Square. You will go inside with Butch and John, Broadway. I know nothing whatsoever about cracking a safe. I will be useless inside. You get this chance to watch an artist at work and you are beefing like there is something bad. Can you name something good about this? Shh, we are almost there. The coast is clear. Not a soul in sight. It is amazing how many people will probably turn up later. Now, look. There is a door. All it has on it is an old lock. Uh, you think you can get it open, Butch? <laughs> sure. Hey, Jam, will you please not hold that dial upside down? Makes noises when you do. All right, all right. This is the place. Okay, Butch? Go to work on the lock on the door. Yeah, yeah. Here, Broadway... You hold John Aloysius Ignatius, Jr. Me? I know nothing whatsoever about holding babies. Just keep his head right side up and you will have no trouble. Where is his head? The other end. Keep the blanket over him. I do not wish for him to catch cold because if he does, Mary will put the blast on me. I, I feel like I am going to drop him. Never do that to a baby. It's bad for him. Now, uh, stand back. It does it uh, look like a tough lock, Butch? Man, I can open this with a length of spaghetti. <laughs> hey, John, what do I tell you about holding that doll right? I, I am sorry. Uh, how you coming? Just a couple more seconds. That does it. Okay. I, I will stand out here and watch. You three go inside and get it over with. I know right where the safe is. Hey, Broadway, be careful of John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. His head is still right side up. Well, keep it that way, and then he'll stay asleep. Let us go. 
There's the safe, Butch. You see it? Yeah, yeah. it looks like an old one. I, is there enough light? Oh, there's enough light from the street. I'll get to work. I'll have to drill several holes around this combination knob. Oh, there's nobody else in this house that much we know, so you, you are all right to use the drill. Okay, all right. Now, boys, you will see Big Butch back at his old train. <laughs> First, uh, what time is it? Oh, it uh, is uh, just going on 11. Why? Because I have got to know the time. Now, I'll go to work. Well, Butch starts to work on the safe, and I wish to say while I never see a professional safe opener at work before, and never wish to see another, this Butch handles himself like a real artist. That part is all right. It is what happens later that makes me regard this trade as more than somewhat hazardous. And it is something I will tell you about in a minute. And now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and Butch Minds the Baby. Well, like I say, Butch goes to work on the safe. Spanish John and I watch him while he works. And meantime, Harry the horse is making regular trips up and past the window. And every now and then he looks in to give us the okay sign. Well, it must be the sound of the drilling that causes it, because it is right in the middle of everything that this happens. Holy mackerel, Butch! Do you not have a quiet or dream? I have news for you, John. That is the baby. Hey, Broadway, what are you doing to John Aloysius Ignatius Jr.? Believe me, I am doing nothing. He has the floor. Get him quiet, Boots. Oh, give him to me, Broadway. Yeah, you are welcome to him. Boots, do something. He's just like a foghorn. Hey, yeah. You ever hear a pair of lungs like that? This is no time for admiring his wind power. <laughs> dad, 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 my idiot. Dad, dad, daddy, daddy is here. The kid does not understand English. That is Harry, tapping on the window pane. See what he wants, Broadway. What do you want, Harry? What happens? Does Butch break a drill? No. Well, it sounds like it. Are you... Is that the baby? It is the baby. Butch, for the mother might do something. His sleep is broken. That is not all that will be broken. And if you do not like my child, I will take him away and me with him. No, no, I, 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 I do not mean anything, Butch. You better put the window down again, Broadway. John Aloysius Ignatius Jr.'s voice is carrying to the battery. I think he's hungry. Feed him when you get back home. This is no time for a picnic. It's just feeding time. Hey, Broadway, hand me that drill. Here. He likes to play with it. He's daddy's drill. Hey. He's your son, all right. Now, what was that crack for? But I mean, I mean, he, 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 he likes the drill. Yeah. In Broadway, have that package? Well, yeah, here it is, but... What now? Butch, what are you doing? Get back at the same. It's his feeding time. In Broadway... Here's a pan. Find some water. Fill a pan about half full. Where am I going to find water? I am a stranger here. There's a sink over there. Go ahead. But we have not got the time. I should let John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. go hungry. Oh, can he wait? Oh! Broadway, be careful of that pan. It's easy to see, Spanish John, that you do not know much about babies. I find out all I want to know about them tonight. Here's the water, Butch. Yeah, good. Now, 
We will have to heat it. Heat it? I do not wish to hunt for a stove. I have some canned heat with me. I foresee this emergency. It will not take a minute to heat the water. And uh, then we will put the bottle in it to heat the milk. There's Harry again. See what he wants, Broadway. I am getting to know this place too well. What is going on? I see a match light up. Are you burning the place down? Butch is heating the baby's milk. It is feeding time. What? Maybe we should bring along hot pastrami. He will not work until the baby is fed. Look, there is cops due past on their beat in a very short while. Cops? You do not tell me this. I do not think the need will arise. Hurry, I'm up, Broadway. Butch, Harry says you should hurry. The milk has got to be the right temperature. If it is wrong, it will be bad for John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. Can't you just call him Jr.? It takes time to say all those names. Hmm. Now, uh, let me see. Hmm... Hold out your arm, John. Roll up your sleeve. What for? Just do what I say. Oh, okay, okay. If yeah. you, you get back to work, I roll up my pants and go waiting. Here. Now, see how this feels. Hey, you're splashing me with milk. Is it hot? No, no, just warm. Well, then it's just right. Now, here, here, here. <laughs> uh, you see, he was hungry. Okay, <laughs> now, now get back to that safe. Yeah. Harry thinks he's a woodpecker. Look, we gotta get out of here in a couple of minutes or we cook. See what he wants. All I'm getting tonight is exercise I do not care for. What now? I just see the cops on the beat turning the next street. They ought to be up this way in a few minutes. Can you hold them off? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'll tell them we're cracking a safe and to come around later. What's going on in there? John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. has got his bottle. Five percent cut he gets for eating on our time. Tell him to get moving or we'll all spend a lot of time on taxpayers' money. Butch. John, the cops on the beat are on the next street. You gotta get going. Butch, you hear that? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Where is my drill? John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. has got it in one hand. And a bottle in the other. Oh, <laughs> baby can, baby can. Doesn't want to give daddy the drill. Now, come on, honeycombs. Come on, let go of it. No, no, What's no, the matter with him? No. He likes the drill. Use another one. This is the only one I got. Just like a plumber, he brings only one drill. And what's the matter? You don't like the way I'm doing this, John. Oh, I love it. But get the drill away from that. That, that, that what? That lovely baby, get it away from him. Ain't no use. John Aloysius Ignatius Jr., he wants the drill. <laughs> he holds tight to it. <laughs> Just feel that grip. Hey, hey, Johnny Broadway. So he's a very strong baby. I wonder how many years they can give a kid for cracking a safe. 10,000 fish waiting for us, and the kid crabs the egg. Butch, what else can you do? Well, I'll uh, tell you what. I um, got some soup in my kit. You're, you're going to blow the safe? It's the only way I know. Then go ahead, but do it fast. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, those cops, they'll hear it. <laughs> no, no, not the way I blow the safe. Why, won't make no more noise than uh, snap of the fingers. Well, I am standing there in a cold perspiration while Butch gets out the stuff for blowing the safe. Meanwhile, John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. is very happy with the bottle and the drill. To him, it makes no difference if a couple of cops are on their way. Then Butch finishes what he's doing, and the scene is as follows. Okay, I got everything fixed. Broadway, 
You get John Aloysius Ignatius Jr.? I got him. Okay, okay. We will all go into the next room until the safe blows. But you are sure this is going to make no noise? Oh, like I say, I use just enough soup to knock off the knob. It'll be like like snapping your fingers. Like this? Maybe not that much. Okay, you, you two go in the other room. I will light the fuse. Go on. I wish I am very far away. If this goes off like I think, you will be very far away, but not under your own power. You're all set? Okay, we are ready. Then here goes. It'll be a couple of seconds. Butch, are you sure that... Oh, the, the... don't worry. I know my business. Maybe the fuse goes out. It is a long time since you light it. Just a couple of seconds. I hope those cops are hard of hearing because... That is the biggest finger snap I ever hear. Hey, John, grab the stuff that you want and let's get out of here. Come on! <laughs> you have to yell and wake up the baby. What happened? Who tosses a bomb at us? I just... Holy Hey, here, take this stuff. This is what we want. I gotta go now. Listen, you stick with Butch. John and me will cut out the side and you two out the back. Go on. I know it, I know it. We are trapped. Take it easy, Broadway. We we will walk up the street just like nothing happens. Nothing? Does it take an earthquake to make you think something happens? Look, cops. Shh, baby. All I want to do tonight is spend a quiet evening. You two! Stop for you are now! Halt! He means us? Yeah, I think he does. Okay, so we stop. Shh, baby. Shh. Ah, you two. What are you doing here? Sergeant, I looked at the window back there. The safe's been blown. Aha. And you two? I give you my word. I... The safe is blown, eh? Now, who does a thing like that? Now, what have you got there? Oh, this, this, uh, it's a baby. Oh. Whose? It's mine. <laughs> Name is John Aloysius Ignatius, Jr. Hey. What are you two doing here? Murphy, hold it. Now, why was the baby crying? Well, now, I think that it is a touch of colic. In fact, I think so much that it is colic that I get Dr. Schmidt here out of bed. Oh, uh, this, that's Dr. Schmidt. Oh, oh, how are you, doctor? Who, me? Uh, look, Sergeant Cassidy, we, we'd better be getting Murphy, along. Murphy, take yourself a run down to the box and put in the call. Go on, a step on it. <laughs> Eh, uh, he'll never make a good cop. Thinking a man with a baby and a doctor would blow a safe. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's have a look at the baby. You yeah, sure? Yeah. Looks like it's teeth to me. Yeah? What do you say, doctor? I, I do not have much to say. You're a doctor. I, I, I have no chance to examine the baby. We, we are going to my office when, when we are stopped. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. I still say it looks like tea. And you say it's colic, eh, Dr. Schmidt? Doctor, I'm talking to you. Huh? Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. Well, uh, it, 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 could, it could be more serious. I, I, I am going to take x-rays. Uh-huh. Oh, we'll run along now. Get that baby in out of the night air. Good night to you both. Good night. Yeah, good night. Is it all right to run now? You know, it could be his teeth at that. Well, so ends that evening, which I am not too fond. In fact, it lays me up for several days. And it is not until almost a week later that I am able to leave my hotel room with any comfort at all. And it is not until I am sitting in Mindy's one night that I hear the payoff, which I will tell you in a minute. Well, like I am saying, I am sitting in Mindy's one night, partaking of the first solid food I am able to eat in days, when I look up 
and see Big Butch heading for my table. I make a move to escape, but he sees me, and the scene is as follows. Hey, Broadway, <laughs> glad I find you. Why? Because I am looking for you. Where is John Aloysius Ignatius Jr.? Well, he's home. Why? Well, I am thinking that maybe you bring him along. What? Bring him into a place like this? Excuse me, but I only figured that little John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. is pretty grown up. Well, now, the fact is that it is about John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. that I wish to talk. What is the matter with him? Well, I am worried. I am certainly worried, Broadway. Now he worries. What about? Well, you remember the night that we do that job for Harry and Spanish John? I am not likely to forget it even if I live on and on. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Well, now, I think that I am wrong in taking him along that night. Oh, you are, huh? Yeah. I read a book on infant psychology, see? Says something about the way that the twig is bent so something else will grow. I forget what. So? Well, it so happens that John Aloysius Ignatius Jr. will not go to sleep anymore. He'll not go to sleep until I put a drill in his little hands. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Butch Minds the Baby. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the stories adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. This is a Mayfair production. And uh, that's the Damon Runyon Theater. I don't know why they say it like that, but they obviously did it on purpose, Lisa. They're like... He does that every time. Damon Runyon Theater. Theater. I wonder why. I wish I knew the answer to that. You know who would know the answer? Yes. Carl Shadow. (laughs) Carl Shadow would know. Carl, if you're out there listening and he does listen, text me. Why did they say Damon Runyon Thotter? I have no idea. Uh, Mike, do you know? I mean, maybe Mike knows. No idea. Uh, Mike Bubblebath. Maybe that's really just his accent. No, no, no. They're definitely doing that on purpose. Yeah. The Damon Runyon Thar. That's <laughs> not quite how he does it, but it's similar to. Butch minds the bottle. Um, with John Brown starring, and along with Sheldon Leonard in that broadcast, November 28, 1948, number nine in the series that was produced by Alan Ladd's Mayfair Production. Time now for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Hello, Carl, and hi to all of our listeners out there. Tonight, I'm going to talk about the Emmy Award nominations and The Bear Season 2. The 75th Emmy Award nominations were announced a few weeks ago, and here are some of the TV shows you might want to watch. For drama series, I can recommend Succession, The Old Man, Better Call Saul, The Crown, The White Lotus, and The Last of Us. Here's a clip from The Old Man, starring Jeff Bridges. Hello? Hey, kid, it's me. They found me. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. The dogs are fine. Thought I covered the tracks. You and I were not going to be able to talk again. Remember that I love you. That I'll always love you. 
on a plane to Morocco tomorrow. What is happening? For comedy series, I can recommend Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Ted Lasso, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. Here's a clip from Ted Lasso, Season 3. I think Ted has the opportunity this season to make things better. What would you think we signed Zaba? <laughs> oh, second question. Who is Zaba? Zaba is this once-in-a-generation footballer. Am I to assume that you're going to pursue a notoriously mercurial player you can't afford simply because your ex-husband wants him? Yes. Love that. Lastly, Season 2 of The Bear was one of my favorites this year so far. The series is filmed in Chicago. It tells the story of a family in conflict and what it takes to operate a high-end restaurant. I loved episode 7, titled Forks. Thanks for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight-Adamson, your national film and TV critic for sarahsbackstagepass.com. Check out my website as I've met all of the cast of The Bear and have a few photos. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You know those uh, those hinges on the inner sanctum door? Yes, I that do. That we talked about earlier. The squeaky ones? You're going to hear them <laughs> on the next hour because we have inner sanctum. Plus, it's learning the lyrics, right? That's right. We're on letter F. All right. The letter F. Stick around. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.